I was very very excited to to play this one again. You were, yeah, you were you were you were co- just, you were cock a hoop for this game. I was cock Welcome to episode 5 of Pod em Up. My name is Ollie, and I'm joined as always by my friend Tibbs. Hello Tibbs. Hello. How you doing mate? I'm not too bad. Yeah, good. That's a pretty good intro. You, you, we were talking about this a second ago <laughs> and you, you decided to write it down this time. I did, yes, yes. Uh, regular listeners will know that we're terrible at intros. So uh, this time I've decided to write it down so that there's no fluffing around, there's no getting confused with who says whose name or whatever. Um, and But clearly we haven't rehearsed this bit. So, because I'm, no. I'm, yeah. Anyway. I was gonna go. I, I I had the same idea. Yeah. But I was gonna go really crazy with it. I was gonna say like broadcasting live <laughs> and pre-recorded from the Podum Up suborbit suborbital broadcast platform. <laughs> it's Tibbs and Ollie. And that would really, that would have worked too. You could try that really next. But try, uh, I quite like month. yours. Yeah. Yours is quite. You, you keep it simple, and that's well. That's, that's we're good. A sim- we're simple people with a simple we podcast. Are. So you know it suits it. <laughs> we are. We've got a lot to cover this. This we do episode, actually. There's yeah. been you know as our you know our book club game. I think is going to be. Uh, I'm certainly excited to talk you about are, that. Yeah, one. definitely. Um, I am too. There's been a whole ton of news. Mm. Some some sort of surprise announcements. There's been some controversial stuff with Nintendo and ROMs. And yeah. There's been all kinds of stuff since the last show. So um, I don't know. Where where do you want to start? Should we? Well, I mean, it... I was thinking we start with um, the the fourth instalment of a of a much loved franchise uh, that's that's been announced this week. Was it? Yeah. Uh, that we're both very excited about, and that's Streets of Rage Four. Amazing. That is, yeah. yeah it's I, I was totally I just didn't unex- ex- no. I mean, I, I saw your tweet like first thing in the morning uh, about it, and I was like, hang on, what, what, what? Streets of Rage Four? What? What's he talking about? So I just went off and found the trailer, and yeah. It's I a, love that trailer. It's a really good trailer, isn't it? Yeah, I've watched it so many times. <laughs> it's just, it's so exciting to, I mean, yeah, I mean, Streets of Rage, I've, it's a series, I think, um, I think we recorded before episode one of the Podomap, um, yeah. we did, uh, I suppose, the lost episode now, we did like a, a, a test episode, episode yeah. zero, I suppose we call it now, mm-hmm. um, and I think we, we went through um, sort of games that we thought were very special to us or influential to us in some way, and I'm sure we we both added Streets of Rage, didn't we, or we mentioned we one did. of us mentioned Streets of Rage? Yeah, one of them at least, yeah, I think we did two, both, we yeah. both chose two as our like... Um, sort of favorites, didn't we? Yeah, it's, it's just it's such a well loved um, franchise, and it's something that Sega has been ignoring for what did you say, twenty four years? Was it twenty four years? Yeah, That's mental. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, it's looking great. Um, it just goes to show that they're they're. I think they're sort of starting to realize the potential in um, not just 
re-releasing the exact same games over and over umpteen times on loads of different devices, mm-hmm. but actually making new installments of those, uh, of those was, classic games. And, and not, I was going to ask you, do you yeah. think this is Sonic Mania's influence? I, in- I, think, I think it almost certainly is. I, I would be amazed if it wasn't because... You know that was that game was a runaway success, and yeah. Sega themselves probably weren't expecting it. I think they probably took a punt on it, but you know, and, and now they've seen that there is a huge market for nostalgia for their product at the moment. So you know they've got so many IPs that they could do, and this is this is one of the on the top of the list, I think, um, for revivals. So yeah, I, I, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant news. It's amazing. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on the trailer? I mean, it doesn't really give much away, but no, um... I think it gives you enough glimpse of the gameplay to really get excited about. There's enough sort of it, 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 there's plenty of sort of returning characters in terms of the enemies and stuff you can recognise. You know, all the different different punks and the, the fat guy and stuff. You know that yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and do you think a... it's going to just stick with Axel and Blaze, or do you think I, they're going to no, limit it down to those two characters? I don't think so. I think that that's just the, to start with. I think they'll introduce you know either some of the old favourites or maybe some new characters to play as as well. Yeah, or maybe I, I, uh, I just chuck so. a whole load in there. Hopefully, I mean that would well, be yeah. really cool. Yeah, rather than just limited to four or three or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I like the art style to it as well. I do as well. Yeah, it's interesting because. You know, you could say that they 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 should have done you know pixel art, but I don't think they should because it kind of worked for Sonic Mania because we had so many other Sonic games that weren't in that style. Mm-hmm. Whereas for Streets of Rage, if they do a fourth one, it would kind of look it, it would look a bit too similar to the last ones. You need to something to to make it a bit more you know exciting and bring it up to date a little bit. I would say absolutely, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying, uh, a lot of the reaction on Twitter, there did seem to be a, a, a little bit of pushback of people saying, you know, oh, give me the, the pixel art style or I'm not interested or, you know. Yeah, but I think that's quite, you know, uh, it, but, it's, 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 at the end of the day, you're getting a new Streets of Rage game. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean. <laughs> and it looks, I mean, the art style is is different, but it is if it, you know. Admittedly, they only show a few glimpses of the actual gameplay. There's only a, a couple of yeah. of scenes in that in that trailer where you actually see some actual gameplay going on. Um, but it feels it's got that atmosphere. It's got that that ambiance does, of, yeah. of a Streets of Rage game. And I think you know that the the art style I thought was really I I loved it. I loved everything yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, the animation in the you know in the sort of oh, cutscenes and it were really good as well. Yeah, everything. I, yeah. I, I you know I love Axel's old man beard. Well. <laughs> yeah, it I, looks really I, cool, I, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. He's you know he's just looks really haggard and and yeah, as he know, would after as he would after twenty four years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm super excited about. It. I really oddly enough, Sega haven't really said anything about it at all. Have no, they? I I don't. I mean, I haven't been following it loads, but. The only thing I've seen is that trailer, and I haven't I haven't looked into too many people's opinions about it or anything. But yeah, uh, yeah, the Sega themselves I don't think have made a. I don't a, think a they've made any it. reference to it at all. I mean, who did Who did announce it? Was it the, the developers themselves? The developer Dot uh, Mu. Um, yeah, and it is uh, it is backed by Sega because they did sorry yeah. they did what sorry. Uh, Wonder Boy. Oh yes, uh, yes, yeah. And the Dragon's yeah. Trap on uh, basically all, all systems, I think. Yeah, I want to get around to that. I never got. Um, oh, it's brilliant. It's it? really yeah. good. I, uh, it's... I haven't, I haven't played the original, but um, I, I know it's um, it's supposed to be quite a good game. So I'm going to play it's either a... the original or that definitely. 
it's a really good game. It's it's partly why I'm so excited about it because whenever mm. you get a new uh, a, you know a classic franchise that's taken on by a new developer, mm. there's always that sort of apprehension about how much of their own stamp they're going to put on it and whether that whether they can really keep the feel of the original, you know. Yeah. But with um, their Wonder Boy port, the, they just gave it this absolutely gorgeous or sort of cartoon graphic style. Mm. But the original game is is literally running at the same time underneath, and you can switch between the original game and That's the new so graphic cool. style I at any that. time. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it works so well. Mm. It's just it's a real it's a real achievement they they did with Wonder Boy. So if they can bring that same kind of attention and love to Streets of Rage, then you know I've got no concerns about it being oh, in there. I'm sure they will. It already looks fantastic from the little we you see of it. So. Yeah. Does it have a release date schedule? We don't know anything about it at no. all. There's okay. been nothing other than a trailer. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. as as we said, um, I think we discussed privately. I think um, we'll when it comes close to the time, we'll do the we'll do the three games as like a sort of a bumper episode, I guess. Yeah, we? I think. We, yeah, yeah, we definitely. We'll, we'll sort to. of go through them, and then and then after that, we'll do the we'll do Streets of Rage four as a as a book club pick. I think. Yeah. I would be really interested to know. I don't know if it's the sort of thing we'll find out or, you know. But do you remember um, Bomber Games, the guy who did the Streets of Rage remake? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And he built that engine from scratch, basically, Mm. um, Mm. and got this sort of pitch-perfect, you know, sort of love letter i suppose to the streets of rage series it's mm. like the the best of all the games combined into one big one and it had all the extra characters all these extra modes and like a, a level editor and all this cool stuff and he was forced to close it down you know yeah. by sega through sort of um yeah it's the only it's the only example i know of sega actually closing down a fan project like that yeah i would of, be yeah. really curious to know whether he was involved with it at all because mm-hmm. if you never know. kind of like the, the sonic mania situation you know with christian yeah. whitehead and his work on on recreating the sonic engine obviously turned some heads at sega i'm wondering if the same kind of thing might have might have played out behind the scenes when this came came uh, around maybe like, but there is there's there's a huge gap of time between the two that's the difference i would say yeah so is, i mean yeah. they've already shut him down you know that was years and years ago wasn't it yeah it was yeah so yeah it may be mm. the only thing i want to add about that is um i think the music is going to be key to that game yes because the for for one and two that that that's some of the best game music of all time i think yeah and it's it's gonna i mean if it, if it weren't on par with that i mean it's still going to be a good game but if, if it is it's just going to be Make a world of difference. You know? Well, I think Yuzo Koshiro has said he sort of made a cryptic reference on Twitter when he was oh, really? asked. Yeah, he was asked straight out if he was involved in it, yeah. and it was kind of I can't. I, I'd have to find the actual tweet, but it was kind of a you know can't I can't say whether uh, I am okay. or not kind of thing. You know, which yeah. usually when people say that, it yeah. means they are. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so I don't know whether he's going to be you know what extent his involvement will be but I, i've got mm. a feeling he, he's gonna he's gonna have a hand in it which is you know great news yes hopefully fingers crossed and hopefully he doesn't do another streets of rage 3 uh, no <laughs> <laughs> no that's not one of my not one of my favorite soundtracks no, I have to say. no, no but yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see more of it it's a, a, a real a really pleasant surprise. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming at all. If you'd have asked me to predict what, what games we'd get in 2018, Mm. I wouldn't, it wouldn't even have entered my head to think we're getting a new streets of rage. So really pleased with that. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, what else has uh, been going on that we need to talk about? Well, um, I don't know about you, but I've been downloading ROMs like a like no one's been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they'll whatever happens, they'll you'll still be able to to get cert, you know certain games from certain places. It might be a little bit harder, but I don't know. I just, I mean, I must say it's mainly the games that you know aren't available in any other format and you have to like pay through the nose to get them you know i'm talking like sort of expensive gamecube games and stuff like that well some of the games we've covered on 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 this show exactly. already you yeah. know people would never get the chance to play yeah look at the fireman that was what 300 pounds or something was it yeah. i mean and that's not been re-released anywhere else nope yeah you, the only way is is a rom unless yeah. you've got loads of money so and you know the um, I know they didn't take down Emu Paradise; they took themselves down. But it, I mean, it was such a shame because that was such a great site. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still a there's still a, a cause and effect there. They may not have mm. issued a, a lawsuit, no, but to it, them, but it was clear what what prompted the shutdown. Yes, know? yeah, fair and right. it's really sad because Emu Paradise has been on the scene for you know over a decade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it's been around, but it's been around a long time. It's been my go-to place. Certainly. Yeah, um, and the thing is, I mean, you can say what you want about ROMs and piracy and copyright infringement and mm-hmm. things like that, but Emu Paradise, you you really never got the feeling that the intention there was to be taking money out of anyone's pocket. That no. the, the intention no. really was as an archive and a, yeah. a, a repository for for all kinds of video game stuff because it just wasn't ROMs there. There was documentaries and magazine scans and adverts and all kinds of video game ephemera that, Mm. you know, it was being preserved, it was, you know, online for people to access. It's important stuff. Yeah, I mean... You know, it it wasn't just a a hub for people to go and download stuff. No. Uh, I think they they want to continue in in some way, so hopefully they'll they'll sort through their... I mean, I understand that they've taken everything down for the time Mm. being. Maybe they'll sort through their content and realise what's, you know, going to cause anyone trouble and what isn't, and then maybe put some of that stuff back, hopefully. Um, yeah but yeah it's, but, i mean it's the, the iso zone has gone now as well yeah that's another one um then uh, the subject of the lawsuit i think it was love roms or love retro i i'd yeah. never heard of those to be honest i so think i've heard of love roms but it wasn't no, one I'd i not. frequented um and has cool roms gone as well or are they still going I feeling cool roms was was the other one wasn't it or was that i think am it I making that been. up I don't know, but a lot, of, a lot of big names of, of you know, shut yeah. up shop. Yeah, and I think it's, I think it's just really short sighted on, on, on the side of Nintendo. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to blame them for wanting to protect their. If they've got a game out for sale and and they have reason to think that people aren't buying it because they can download it for free, I think everyone understands that. But I think in a lot of cases, people just want this stuff to to preserve it. They have no, pro- I mean. Well, the other side of it is how many times have Nintendo charged you for Mario World? You know, yeah. and it's on the 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 Wii Virtual Console's on the Wii U, possibly the 3DS as well. And you know, you buy you buy one of those, you don't get access to the other ones. You have to buy them again. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, you, you looking at they can tie it up however they want, calling it a Virtual Console, but it, it's an emulator and a ROM is what yeah. you're buying. Yeah, there's no technical reason at all why you can't carry over the 
virtual console games yeah. you bought on Wii to Wii U yeah. to your 3DS. They, you, they could have it so you can buy, you can build up this library of, of virtual console titles yeah. and have it across the whole Nintendo ecosystem. Exactly. Every, you know, every, did, every new system, they can just they, they can have one system and bring it all over. You don't have to buy your 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 ROMs again. Um, and there's no problem. I don't think anyone will have a problem with that. No. As long as if they know that that stuff is safe and it will carry on from console to console and they'll always be able to access it. You know, that, that's the thing. If you want to stop, you'll never be able to stop piracy, really. No. They'll always find a way. So if you, the only way to stop it is to, you know, provide, provide a, a service that people are happy to use um, well, and that people exactly. don't mind paying for. Because people well, don't mind paying for these games. They love them. You know, I was going to say, and the the fight with the music industry had with Napster all those years ago, yeah. it was the same arguments then. And eventually, the music industry came around to, you can buy DRM-free MP3 files. Mm. Even iTunes is DRM-free yeah. now. You know, there's Spotify, there's Amazon MP3 music, Amazon exactly. there's so many Amazon options. Prime I would, music. I mean, there's so many options, and people are people are paying for them if you give exactly. people the option they will pay exactly of course because it's it's uh, a they 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 want to support um you know the the artists and and b it's it's easier mm. you know um and you don't have to go on dodgy websites where you might get you know viruses and stuff yeah um it, it's i think it's a i think it's really a consumer hostile move from nintendo i really yeah. you know well they they make they make many consumer hostile moves really with, do, with shutting down fan games and and stuff you know yeah i mean they i mean they're still going to be popular because they're still good at what they do and people love them but they don't do themselves any favors by doing stuff like that do they they just don't get it no they, they just they, don't get it yeah they just struggle to keep up with with things like that, and and they're, they're very stuck in their ways about protecting their content. And I th- I think they they overvalue the the they overestimate the value of their back catalogue sometimes. because yeah. you know when they announced initially the plans for the Nintendo Switch Online service, mm. one of their big selling points was the fact that it would include 10 NES games. Yeah. You know, and that it seemed like they really expected to, people to be really excited about that, <laughs> that you're going to be able to play Super Mario Brothers 3 again. And it's like, wasn't it, it's was, a good game. I'm yeah. not saying it's not, but really? Yeah. Wasn't it at one point, I don't know if it's still, that's, I think it's changed, but they, they said every month you get access to, to one NES game. Yeah, for, for the, just for that month, and then just that, for that month. then then after that, it's a different NES game. Is that was that right? Don't I remember that, that? was right. Yeah, they've changed that now, but they, yeah. I don't think there's been much uh, confirmed about what they've changed it to. No. Um, but yeah, that that was the initial thing, and you know they they were com- you know that was their answer to like the PSM Plus games and the Xbox Live yeah. uh, Gold games. It's, you know where you get these AAA games, mostly AAA games. Yeah. You know, big titles to download for for free with your subscription every month. Their answer to that was you get one NES or SNES game a month and then it goes away. And then it goes away and that's just, you know, it's, it's just it's insulting it's, really, isn't it? That? It's just not going to cut it. And I, <laughs> I, I really think they, they've got this inflated idea of, of what value these games have to people. Yeah, they do. But, mm. you know, that's... There's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's how it is with Nintendo, I'm afraid, but... Yeah. I, I, I love Nintendo. I, I, I yeah. Nintendo games are, you know, some of the, my favorite games of all time are Nintendo games. So it's mm. just a shame to, 
to see them acting in this way towards their consumers, really. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, let's move on. Let's uh, move on. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to um, discuss? Um, News-wise, I don't know. I think that was that was the two yeah. big pressing issues, the mm-hmm. two big news, you know, um, events of the month. Um, have you been playing anything interesting? Because we usually have a quick quick chat about uh, what we've been playing. So, well, um, um, I have been playing nothing else other than our book club pick because it was <laughs> it was uh, it was quite long for a um, for a, a father's uh, time <laughs> amount of free time. I'm afraid. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think I might have uh, underestimated how how long the game was. A I little think bit. Said but... about six or seven hours, but um, it was a little bit longer than that. But that's fine. A little bit longer. You know, I had fun with it, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, Have you heard of Donut County? Donut County. Donut County. No, I haven't. That is the game I've uh, been playing quite a bit of. It only came out a few days ago. Okay. And it's a quirky little game where. Have you played Katamari Damacy? Yeah, I played the 360 version. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of an inverse of that, where okay. you control a hole on the ground, mm. and you have to move it around and drop things into the hole. And every time you drop something into the hole, the hole gets a little bit bigger. Okay. And you have to clear the stage of all the objects and people and animals mm. in it by sort of manipulating this hole around to pick things up. And there's all sorts of little puzzles and stuff that go around it. Um, you know, there'll be, um, if you swallow a lump of coal into the hole, it will light on fire and fire will shoot out of the hole. And then you can set fire to trees and make things fall off. And there's all these little interactive okay. little um, sort of twists to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun little entertaining game. I picked it up on PSN. It was only 10 pounds, I think. So it's mm. not, it's, it's, it's quite short. You can break, breeze through the whole game in about two hours hmm. um but if anyone is looking for a just a, a a really sort of funny quirky sort of short game to to get involved in um i'd recommend checking it out it's got okay. a really nice soundtrack as well so oh, um okay. yeah um that that's um, no i haven't heard of that what sort of art style is it is it pixel art is it sort of drawn or is it no it's kind of like cell shaded um little it's 3d hmm. um cell shaded 3d models okay. um um yeah it is 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 very it's got a very individual art style i can't mm. think of another game that looks quite like it uh, off the top of my head so um best thing to do is watch um a quick gameplay trailer of um of the game or watch someone play through the first level and stuff and you'll get a, you'll get a feel for what it's like mm. but um yeah guess guess my guess my recommendation for the month um besides that I, i'm pretty much like you i've been i've been playing through our our book club game again so yeah. um mm-hmm. haven't played a, a lot outside of that besides like i say donut county okay. um, yeah it's um yeah it's been a busy month um yeah i did i did have a few uh pickups that um, oh cool yeah i i, I put a, a twitter um a tweet out i've uh, i've made my uh, purchase of a super nintendo this month yes yeah yes. i went to um uh play expo in london which is um, which is pretty cool. It has um, it's got you know stalls and, and stuff to buy with um, with retro games and stuff. It's also got loads of um, arcade machines set up and you know consoles and things. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw some videos on um, of YouTube of, of people that went there. I didn't even know it was going on. It, it, it looked pretty fun though. It looked yeah, like a, yeah, a good it was time. all right. Um, I don't know if I'd go again, but it was you know it was it was pretty good. Yeah, it's um, 
but uh, yeah, so um, I bought it from uh, a stall that I um, I sort of know of. I've, I've been before. I've only been to one of these other types of things. It was the London gaming market, and I bought from this guy as well before. I follow him on Twitter. It's called the Retro Hunter. And uh, he he tends um, to have the the best prices of of any of these people there because you go to these stores and they're often quite expensive a lot of the stuff there. I gonna say I did notice on like um, some of the YouTube videos people would be doing like walk rounds and showed mm. like some of the stores and stuff and some of the prices there were a little bit eye watering. Yeah, I think they. T- <laughs> I mean, you can haggle and stuff, but I mean they yeah they take advantage of the of your you know sort of impulse buys I think. But um, you know, this was um, this is a good snares in good condition for a reasonable price. So, um, and I was I was kind of I didn't have much on my list to to buy other than that because I knew I wanted to sort of add one to my collection because I felt like it needed it. Um, and you know, I, I sort of know this guy from Twitter, so you know, he's, he's a worthwhile, he's a trustworthy source. I'm sure it worked and everything. So, um, so yeah, I went for that, and I got. Um, from another stall, um, I got Super Mario World and Starwing for 15 quid for the pair. Oh, that's good. Which is, yeah, I thought was pretty good. Um, and yeah, that all works and everything. And it's um, it's pretty good. My intention is to get um, an EverDrive for it. Um, I was gonna, uh, I'd go for the um, SD to SNES rather yeah. than the EverDrive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's. I think that's the one I looked at. Yeah. That's a bit yeah. more compatible, isn't it? Because I know not all games work on it. It's a bit more compatible, but it's just been uh, they've done a firm a firmware update has been released recently to add SuperFX support for it. So um, uh, Starwing, uh, Star Fox Two, hmm. um, a bunch of SuperFX games now work on it, which it never oh, did before. Oh, that's really there's, cool. There's yeah. only like I think the only sort of big title that you'd you'd probably want to play that doesn't isn't supported on it now is um, Super Mario RPG but pretty much everything okay. else is will run on it fine now so yeah cool yeah no I'm looking forward to that. um I'd like to get it region modded as well I don't know if you um if you're up for the task of uh... I've never done a, a, a Super Nintendo, oh, so okay. I, want to, I want to experiment on one of mine first, oh, okay. um, rather than break yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, yeah, I could. Well, yeah, if there's, I give it a shot. Well, I'm yeah, there's no hurry. Me. I'm happy to to pay whatever you know uh, for your time and for your your um, whatever bits you need to buy for it and everything, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's no rush on that, you know. Whatever, further down the line. But yeah, no, I'm really excited about that. Um, it's a good thing to add to my collection. It looks, you know, I, I like the look of the Super Nintendo. You know, it's quite a nice thing to have on the shelf. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I much prefer the styling of the the Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, than the the US release. Oh, me to too. Honest. I think. I mean, no offense, American guys, but I I, I don't like your snares at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know what what the thinking behind that was when they redesigned that. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a really elegant bit of kit. So I don't know why. Yeah, they it, the need to sort of change that. I know. I wasn't really aware until relatively recently that 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 their America that the American one was that looked like looked any different. You know, it was only a few years ago I think that I, I yeah. saw it and I think, hang on, that's the American Super Nintendo. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And they got concave buttons on the control pad as well, which is yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's... crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, also, um, after our last episode, I picked up Klonoa Two as well. Oh yes, I did see you tweet that. Brilliant. Yeah. Have you had a chance to play it yet? I haven't yet. No, I still haven't set up my, most of my consoles actually. Mm. Um, but I will give that a try. And um, Hyrule Warriors on Wii U for eight quid from CEX, which I thought was pretty. Oh, good. okay. Um, the Wii U games are quite cheap at the moment. 
I, think, yes. I don't know if you've noticed. I think if you're into sort of boosting up your Wii U collection, now is the time. Because, it's a very um, good time, yeah. I don't think they're going to stay stay that low for long, personally. I, I reckon they're going to creep up. No, again. I think Wii U and PS1 games. Are, uh, I picked up a whole bunch of PS1 games in the past couple of months, um, mm. just random bits and pieces. I don't want to to sort of list them because they're ones I might want to cover on, on future shows. Okay. Um, but yeah, some of them I picked up for you know just two or three pounds. Um, mm. So yeah, there's there's some yeah, it's a good time to be collecting for um, for Wii U and uh, the original PlayStation. I think mm. at the moment. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, not that I can think of. Um, like I say, I mean, I haven't really played that much this month um, besides our book club game. Mm. Um, so I suppose we should we should probably dive into that because yeah. it's, it's it's quite a chunky game. There's probably a lot to unpack there. So yeah. uh, okay. why don't we take a quick break and yeah. we'll come back and talk about our game of the month, which is Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Excellent. Uh, so we will be back in a bit. Okay. we're back part two of the show mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking about our game of the month uh, ghost trick phantom detective for nintendo ds mm. um i was very very excited to to play this one again you were and yeah you were you were you were, co- just, you were cock a hoop for this game I was <laughs> <laughs> yes i was indeed yeah um i was all of a quiver you're... um so yeah, basically it's just it was just it is one of my favourite games of all time, and mm. it was just uh, I think I, I said on the last uh, on the last show when we were discussing uh, the uh, the choice, um, it's one of those games that I pester people to play, mm. and no one ever does. So it, I felt it was really good to get a captive audience and force someone to play this game that I love so much. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you, you you forced me to play, it and uh, I must say I wasn't disappointed. Uh, I thought it was a very, very good game, um, and we'll go on to explain why in a minute. Uh, okay. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just. Um, I mean, do, do, do you want to do you want to start with um, uh, sort of yeah. where, where you uh, where you started with the game, as in where you first played it, what got you into it, uh, what um, you know your experience with it? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean. I can't remember how I can't remember where like how I came across the game. I think it was mainly because I'm uh, quite a fan of the Phoenix Wright series. Um yeah. the the guy who wrote Ghost Trick um uh I'm going to get his name up just so I don't massacre the pronunciation because I'm no good with Japanese pronunciations. Mm-hmm. Um but he wrote uh he's the main mastermind behind Phoenix Wright. Um, Shu Takumi 
Um, I'm sure that's not pronounced correctly, but Shutakumi is the guy. Um, and I, I really fell in love with the, the Phoenix Wright games. And I think I was just looking to see what other other games he'd done um, and other projects he'd been involved with. And uh, Ghost Trick, you know, is probably the, the next best thing he's famous for after mm. um, the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney games. Mm. Um, so this was after it was released, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, it was probably about a year after it was released. I think it was. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, I didn't have my finger on the pulse with it. It went under my radar for quite. I think a time. it. Yeah, I was reading up on on it a bit, and it was seemed to go on a lot, under a lot of people's radar because it was released mm. very at the very end of the DS's life cycle. Yeah. I think just a couple of months before the 3DS. It yeah, in, it was. Um, it's in 2011, yeah. January 2011 for uh, for us, and uh, June 2010 for Japan. Yeah, it did get a release on um, the iTunes store as well. It did get an iOS release. Yes, an iOS for, release um, as well, yeah. Uh, for, I think it was in slightly enhanced as well in, in mm-hmm. some way. I think that the, the iOS version was, was slightly enhanced. But they sold it in chapters, I believe. So you, you got the first the first chapter for free, and then you had to buy the extra ones as in, in-app purchases. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if that might have put a lot of people off, um, not you know, not getting the whole game or or not seeing the game through after the, the first couple of chapters. But um, yeah, possibly at least it gives you gives you a chance to to play it. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of in-app purchases, but no i'm not no but um so basically yeah i i gave the game a go and um to describe it if you're if you're not familiar with the game or you you know you're wondering what we're talking about um it's i guess it's an adventure puzzle game i've heard uh we got some comments on on twitter about the game and i heard someone describe it as a visual novel Mm. um i guess it does have visual novel elements in it i don't know if i would consider it a visual novel strictly myself but it's kind of like an, an adventure mystery game um, where you play someone who is trying to solve the mystery of their own murder. Um, They've awoken as a spirit and they see a corpse lying on the floor and they want to solve the mystery of how that corpse turned into into them, how how they died. Um, And you go through the game, obviously as a spirit you can't directly interact with people so you kind of have to move objects and manipulate things around the screen in order to try and make things happen kind of like um are you you familiar with rube Rube goldberg machines where you're yeah you see them online where people make them you'll roll a marble and it'll knock into something and knock into something and you set off these chain reactions that's right there's a a lot of this in that in that in that in this game i mean yeah Absolutely. So you've got to try and manipulate the environment in that kind of Rube Goldberg style in order to affect things. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, save lives. Yes, I suppose. that's right. It's um, it's sort of a well, it takes a side view, uh, um, a, side, a sideways view of everything, doesn't it? So, yeah. um, and you can you can jump between certain objects. Can't you? Yes. Uh, I'm not because some objects you can jump to and some objects you can't. I'm not sure if it's ever uh, really explained why some objects have cores and why they why some don't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, uh, I, they do a little bit of hand waving by saying that the, the powers change over time, and you know, so 
you know, you can use that to explain why there's things that you you would think you should logically be able to jump to, but you just can't. Yeah. And you know, I suppose you can use that to explain. And that you have um, you have a limited distance to what you can jump to, which is the yeah. sort of mechanic of the game. So you have to work your way. Sometimes you'll have to. Um, you'll jump to an object and say it's a book you have to or a door you have to open the door um because each object has a has an action you can perform on it or most of them yeah. some of them do anyway they don't all and uh, say so it's a door you can open it and then that will move your position because you're you're in a new place where the door is and then you can jump to new things from over there so it's stuff like that isn't it it's it's sort of yeah, uh, yeah. manipulating well, the objects to move around you know you might have to knock a ball in front of the door open the door so the ball goes flying and then quickly jump to the ball so you get That's you know right. you, you can then use the ball to transfer yourself to the other side of the stage and it's all it's about learning to manipulate the environment in in that kind of way it is yeah and um, um but oh no carry on well i was just going to say the uh the, the big thing about the, the game is that um the character sissel cecil i always pronounce it Cicel, i do as well know. yeah um he um has the ability to um rewind time back four minutes from a, a person's death from from any yeah. person's death i think he can yeah he can sort of uh you know inhabit them and sort of talk to them in some cases can't he yeah um, and then he can rewind back four minutes from the the person's death and he can manipulate objects to um change the course of of of, of events and and save the person from from dying and then therefore change the future and that's what a lot of the the gameplay entails but it's got this sort of four minute countdown thing really isn't it so you <clears throat> you've kind of got this constant ticking clock where you've got to manipulate these things and if you don't do it in time you can always go back there and the, the game's quite good at saying okay never mind but we've learned this this and this let's go back and try again yeah it doesn't punish you for for failing really no, does it? It, doesn't. it encourages you to to learn the various sort of the subtleties of each stage that are going yes. on you know but through repetition it's very much about trial and error yeah uh, which could be frustrating a little bit at times but yes. you kind of see the point of what the game is trying to trying to get across to you it's kind of about sort of taking it slow um and just sort of just sort of thinking about it and sometimes you've got to do these things with a specific timing in mind so sometimes you'll only be able to save uh, uh save the person's fate at a very specific moment and sometimes it'll be oh it looks like we missed our chance we might have to rewind time and try again um and it, yeah it's it, you've got to kind of be very aware first of all you get to watch the whole scene play out so you see exactly how they died and you've got to kind of keep an eye out for for things that you may be able to sort of manipulate at particular times yeah there was something i was gonna say then and it's <laughs> It's so much I want to talk about with this yeah. game. That's the thing, and I'm I'm trying to, because again, it's one of those games where I think so much of the what makes it special and so much of the enjoyment that you'll get from it is experiencing it for yourself. And I yes. don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to say anything that's going to take that away from people. There's it, it, there's so much sort of discovery in that game that you know the joy of discovering things and, and when you you figure out what the game wants you to do and yeah. You yeah. know, there's, there's so much, you know, that I really think it is best experienced firsthand. So I'm trying to really, Absolutely. yeah, I'm tr really treading on eggshells with what I'm saying <laughs> and, and, and what I want to, to express I with think, it, really. But, I think um, you're right. I think there's so much in the game 
and and there's so many different puzzles and stuff i wouldn't want to describe any any particular puzzle in great detail because it, it, there really is nice satisfaction in sort of working it out yourself and and that that oh. sort of eureka moment where you realize ah oh, that's object needs to fall down first and then i can move this ball across it and that kind of thing you know i and will then you say see that it happen yeah there's some puzzles towards the end of the game mm. that i found completely infuriating yes yeah <laughs> there's a particular puzzle involving steam yeah. which i i oh i hate that puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i had to i think i youtube that one just because uh, i was running out of time but um yeah they're, they're they do get a bit uh you do get a bit tough towards the end. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think uh, it, in general, it's it's sort of simple, um, but it, it works for the game. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It, I mean, it does throw some new tactics your way towards yeah, around it does, sort yeah. of two thirds of the way in. It does mm. start mixing it up with some new, some new tools you can have in your arsenal. But mm. um for the most part, what you learn in the first few bits of the game is what you're going to be using for the majority of the game. You know, that the jumping between objects and using the actions on them is what you're going to be spending most of the game doing. So, right, yeah. you know, once you've got to grips with the, the first bit of the game, you, you, you're on your way, basically. Um, yeah. You know, right. it's not too much to... There's not like a thousand different rules. You have to remember how to do this and that and what you can do and what you can't do. It's it's really easy to just pick up and play. Yeah, um, yeah. So, the characters... Oh, man, I, I've, I've got to talk about the characters. I I, I love the, the, the characters. They're so so sort of zany and so funny yeah. and just really, really well done. Yeah, I think that's that's really one of the strengths of, of his games because right. it's what made me fall in love with uh, Phoenix Wright as well. It's just, mm. he's he's really really good at writing characters <laughs> and making you care about the character. He does, yeah. You care about pretty much every single character in this game. Yeah, I, I did anyway. Um, and I haven't played the Phoenix Wright's Wright games, and I would really like to. Um, so maybe a future uh, book club. Pick, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but especially after playing this, I think I'm. I'm did you have a particular favorite character? Yeah, um, Detective Cabanella is my really? is my favorite. <laughs> I just ah, oh, he's basically right. It's early on in the game, and um, the, the, the the these detectives are investigating. I think it's Sissel's murder. Actually, they found his body, yeah. and it's it's quite you know serious. They're trying to figure out what he does, and this um this sort of uh, detective, like the chief detective, I think he is, isn't he? Um, he he appears on the scene in a, in a manner that no detective would ever. <laughs> he's basically um, a very a very tall, very slender um, man who's dressed like he's going to a disco in complete in a completely white outfit with a long white coat. I think he arrives on a bicycle. Does he leave or arrive on a bicycle? Yes. Yeah. He gets down, and there's quite a long route down to the bottom of this sort of junkyard where the, the the murders happen. He appears at the top, and he goes down these stairs in 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 a in a manner that I just I was literally laughing out loud at. He just <laughs> he basically dances his way down <laughs> and does this these ridiculous sort of ridiculously funny and um, Michael Jackson style yeah. moves. And <laughs> It's just, it's so funny. Um, it's so surreal. In the context of him being a detective. I know, and the, <laughs> like the, the, the country's top detective as yeah. well. Yeah, 
And he's just ridiculously slick and suave, and he just calls everyone baby. He's so smooth. And I was going to just... say, he, he arrives on this crime scene. There's there's a person dead, one person <laughs> dead on the floor, another one crashed under like a, a boulder, like a, yeah, a wrecking yeah, ball. Yeah. And his first his first lines of the game are the tension of a crime scene. Nothing like it, baby. And it's like <laughs> it's just. So I want to see a game entirely about him because I'd he's such a great character. He really is. But, I mean, he's, he's one of many great characters in this game, I think. It's packed um, full of them. I mean, all, all the characters, uh, you know, they're all important. There aren't really any characters that... There are some that are less important, but they, but they all have a role to play. They do. And I do this isn't one thing, but in the, in the end credits, you get to see you get to see every one but sort of between, um, you know, the, the, the scrolling... Credit, yeah. sort of what they're doing uh, there's the a really end, nice yeah. call back to that first scene as well isn't there with um mm. him going down the stairs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh and uh what were your what were some of your favorite characters um missile yeah you gotta love missile missile love is, is, a, is a small dog who um when the sissel inhabit uh, uh, uh inhabits his so I don't know. I'm not really using the right terminology, but he can he can sort of go go to the soul and and talk to them, uh, yeah. even if it's a dog. The dog speaks in English, and the dog speaks exactly as you would expect a dog to to, yeah. to speak. <laughs> I he's he's so adorable. He's, he's yeah. Shutakumi's dog in real life as well. Is he really? Wow, that's yeah. a, that's awesome. Well, is he called yeah, Missile? The, the, yeah, he's the, called Missile uh, in real right. life. Yeah, there's great. a there's a picture of them um, of, of Shutakumi taking him for a walk, and yeah. it's just it's amazing. I just love him. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah. He re- plays an important role in the game as well. He does. He plays a really important role. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Missile's probably yeah probably my favourite character. It's Cecil, mm. I really like as well. Cecil himself um, is very is a very good character. I enjoy because the one of the the sort of the other main characters um, is Lynn, this, Lynn. Uh, the 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 girl um, who is on the crime scene when uh, when Cecil um, dies, and he's the first she's the first person he saves. And, um, she's a detective as well. She's a detective as well. Yeah. So, um, so he's he's she's his first sort of point of contact, really. Apart from the tutorial, Ray, the tutorial character, who's a who's a desk lamp, um, uh, and um, their dialogue between them is is really good. I thought she's she's she herself is a great character. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I also like the um, the prison guards. I, I was going to really say that the, the prison guards. I thought you might like those. Yeah, they just they just wind each other up. Um, Really well, and and there's at one point there's um I don't want to spoil too too much now, but there's a there's a there's an emergency in the in the prison, and one of them has this dance that he does, yeah. he does in an emergency situation that's handed down from family member to family yeah. member. His whole family have different dances that they use to cope with traumatic situations. <laughs> yes. They've got uh, a, a particular dance for getting rid of stomach aches. Yes, that's right. They do. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it's things like that that also demonstrate how amazing the animation is in this game. Oh, the animation it's, is phenomenal. It's some of the best animation I've ever seen in a game. It really yeah. is so smooth. I mean, I don't know if how it ha- I don't know how it's done. Is I it... think it like we were talking about in Klonoa, I think it was all pre-rendered mm. um and then sort of turned into sprites and and dropped into the game, but yeah. it's so fluid and so it's, really, it's just really so fluid. well done. Yeah, it's a joy just to watch uh, it's worth playing the game in itself just to just to check out this animation really because it's yeah. um yeah the characters move so fluidly 
Yeah, they really do. I mean, like you were saying, that the two um, prison guards. Mm. Um, there's a f- like a little frame of animation where one of them just he just turns his chair around. He just rolls yes. the chair around. Yes. But it's just so natural. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> it's just so well done. It's it's really really impressive. It's it's mm. a real a real achievement. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, the music and the soundtrack? Because oh, I know. Great. You you said in the Klonoa one, it's uh, one thing you look for in a game is a, a really good sort of a catchy soundtrack. Yeah, this has it. This definitely has, yeah. it, has a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's very very catchy. Very um, you hear a lot of the same music throughout the game, but it never gets old. It, yeah, it, it's very um, very memorable. You know, really good soundtrack. It's one I'll yeah, be, it, one I'll be collecting certainly for my yeah, for my collection. Definitely, it's it's. It's one of those things. I, I can. I, I think the, the, we're coming back to things that we've talked about before, but um, it uses the the whole character theme. You know, where characters having their own themes. Yeah, they do, um, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that you know games don't do as often as they used to, and I, mm. I think it's really good that that it was used to really great effect here. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, there'll be you know sort of a really tense scene. And then you'll hear missiles theme sort of kick in, and it really yeah. lightens the mood for a second, yeah. you know. And it's <laughs> it, it really changes; it just changes the whole the whole atmosphere of, of the scene that's going on. It's it's mm. it's just used to to really great effect. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. Um, I thought the plot in general, and I don't want to ruin it, but the the plot is very well paced out throughout the game. I thought, yeah, it's sort of, I mean, it's, it's sort of a murder mystery, and you go on a lot of different sort of tangents and a lot of um, sort of, I, I I wouldn't say they're red herrings as such because they all it all sort of merges into the one sort of plot and one narrative, and every everything you discover in the game is important, even if it isn't directly related to Sissel's death. It all kind of adds up into this. It's this really nicely done sort of complicated narrative um and i thought it it gives you revelations sort of quite regularly to sort of it really kind of drew drew me in you know you keep getting these pieces of information you kind of match them up and you you get something that doesn't make sense and it makes you want to sort of carry on and 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 find out what that means there are lots of sort of twists and turns it keeps you guessing doesn't it it does it really does yeah I've obviously played this before, so mm. I, I knew what the ultimate twist was. Mm. But when I first played it, it pulled the rug out from under me completely. I, I yeah. didn't see that coming a mile off. Was that the same with you, or did yeah. you, did you have any oh, uh, no, sort I, of anticipation? I, I had no idea at all. It, it, I don't think it even really gives you any clues uh, about it. Uh, it it kind of does. Playing it, I yeah, I, noticed I, I, meant, things... I was going to ask you this actually. Yeah. Go yeah, on. I did notice things playing it back that there are little hints and lots lots of things tend to make start making sense once you know. Mm. Like there's things that cuz the idea of the one of the basis of the game's um law is that um when a spirit awakens in the ghost world, they have amnesia. Mm. Um, they don't remember themselves straight away. They don't remember the fact that they're dead. And yes. it takes them a little while for them for them to become conscious and, and remember things again. Yeah. But throughout the game, there's things that Sissel can't remember that you would think he would remember. Mm. Like, he can't remember what bullets are. Yes. He does, he, he's got no idea uh, what kidnapping means. Um, yeah. 
That's, There's lots of little that... things where he just seems really he's baffled by everyday sort of concepts we take for granted. Yeah. And at the time, my first playthrough, I was like, oh, okay, that's the amnesia thing. But knowing what you know by the end of the game, it takes on like a completely different. You think, oh, what? That's why he doesn't understand what that is. Yeah. That's, that's you know. That's really interesting. I want to say more about that, but I don't want to. I think we're we're pushing. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't. I, know. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, we might spoil something there if we carry on down that road. But yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. That absolutely yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. There's a few <laughs> things. If we talk about this in in private, there's a few yeah. other instances like that. That you know, there's sort of eureka moments where you where you, you know you look at it back and you think, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, that... Yeah. No, we'll 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 discuss it a bit after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know. I know. I know yeah. I want to talk about it, but it's like, I was going to say, we, I don't want to, I, I was contemplating asking if we, if we wanted to do like a spoiler section and yeah. just do it. But then yeah. I thought, you know, I know what podcasts are like. I know people, they might get bored with a little bit and skip it through yeah, or they might right. fall asleep listening to it and wake yeah. up on the, on the next bit yeah. and they might inadvertently hear a yeah, spoiler bit point. that they didn't want to hear. So my instinct is to hold back from spoilers completely, but yeah. um, I don't know how you feel about it. No, I, I think you're right. I think you make a good point there. You um, you can say, okay, we'll we'll discuss it, and then if you if you don't want to know the spoilers, you know, turn off now. But I mean, as you say, you know, you can easily slip into that. You know, with just one yeah. slip of the of the of your phone device on on your thumb, you know, you're you're ending up hearing something you don't want to hear. So yeah, yeah let's 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 not. Um, Let's, Let's try and keep it as, as spoiler-free as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what? Bearing that in mind, what what else can we? What else? How? What can we discuss about this game? What else did we like about it? What? What? How far can we go without? Yeah, yeah. Getting into spoilers. Um, I'll tell you one revelation that um sort of really kind of hit me and was like, mm. whoa. Um, it's when I'll say the 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 um prisoner um who is painting turns yes. around and you see the person that he's been painting yes i think that moment for me was like whoa <laughs> i know and the chapter ends right there yes, as well, it does, it's like yeah. classic cliffhanger yeah i thought i thought that was um that was a brilliant cliffhanger that was um and you know so many raises so many questions as well at the time like i was saying earlier you get a revelation and you're like well what does that mean you know and then it you you think oh, it doesn't make any sense and then you, you really want to carry on oh i will say you know because a lot of the time the in games the plot isn't the thing that's driving me forward it's the gameplay but i think in this case as good as the gameplay is i i wanted to know more about the plot than than to jump into another sort of puzzle section yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, as good as the puzzle sections were, it was almost like, oh, I got to do a puzzle before I find out what happens yeah. next. And um, I, I sort of reading some bits about people's opinions. A lot of people said, oh, there's too much text and stuff. I don't think that at all about this oh, game. No, I think there's, I think the story is so good and the characters are so well done that I was happy to just read, read, read in this game. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, possibly not everyone's opinion it depends on how you you take sort of plots in the game. Some people don't like plots at all; just skip, 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 skip through it. But I mean, if, if that if you're that person, this game probably isn't for you anyway. But I mean, if but anyone who enjoys a good sort of murder mystery or a good plot with lots of kind of twists and turns will love this game. I think. I, I find it completely engrossing. Me I wouldn't too, have said yeah. there was there, there was you know. I mean, I I've got a fairly sort of lengthy commute to and from work. It's mm. usually sort of a couple of hours. Mm. Playing this flew by. You oh know? yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. I, 
I start playing it and I just get completely lost in it, <laughs> you know, and it, you just lose a couple of hours to it, you know, no sweat. And yeah. then yeah. it's real. it's a cliche, but it's really, it's like a book you can't put down. You know? Yeah, it is. It's, um, yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it, it could be a book, really. It's quite a zany book, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a good story. It's a good, good, good writing, good characters. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I it's so it's so difficult restraining yourself from <laughs> from spoilers, though, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can we can say that is that is worth talking about that won't spoil. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, we we covered the the puzzles because no, you've no. got to play it. You've got, to, got play to play it. it. Yeah. Is there anything you you didn't like about the game or thought it could be done better? Um. No, I don't think so. Mm. I mean, I suppose if I were to to really sit down and be nitpicky, I could probably come up with something. But there isn't anything that that sticks out. No, there's nothing straight away. No, and there's... I think if you if you have to sit, if you have to nitpick to find a fault with something, then you know you're it's probably a, a pretty good thing. You know. Yeah. Um, there's not much to find fault with. Um, maybe some of the puzzles were a little bit obtuse at times. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, some of them. I think that's sort of quite normal for this type of game, though. I mean, yeah. it's a bit sort of point. Uh, they're a bit like point and click adventures uh, in a way, aren't they? Sometimes. Yeah. It's a bit like kind of obscure what you end up having to do uh, to solve the puzzle. But the, even that, even then, at the end, you can't help but admire the brilliance of yeah of going from something so you know seemingly unrelated to. To getting it, get, say getting an object to knock from all these different different objects and roll down to to something else. You you think it would never happen, but you find a way of doing it. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd... I mean, we we likened it earlier to a Rube Goldberg machine, yeah. but there is a literal Rube Goldberg machine that is, is yeah, yeah. sort of pivotal to the to the entire plot. Thinking mm, about it, um, yes. you know, and uh, yeah, how that all links together is is, is quite ingenious and. Yeah, it's, it's. I think some of the puzzles as well, because we've mentioned the fact that um, the majority of the gameplay is based around um, manipulating objects, um, so open and closing cupboards, rolling balls, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you do get that expanded where you can swap objects, swap two objects that are the same shape. Um, between each other and that puts a different uh, a completely different sort of slant on some of the later puzzles it does yeah. um i thought some of those puzzles were a, a, a like I, I mentioned before there's a, a particular puzzle involving steam which i find quite quite mm. frustrating mm. and uh there's another puzzle um involving uh, a large stone egg yes i suppose yeah i got uh, stuck which... on that one for a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was um that was quite a head scratcher as well um yeah. but 
Yeah, it's it's uh, like I say, it's it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's it, when when I played it, it it really resonated with me. Mm. Um, the ending, I got genuine genuine goosebumps um, of yeah. the reveal. Yeah. Um, it, I really it, it really touched me. The ending, I thought, it's, it was really um, nice. It's a reveal again. I don't want to say too much about it, but it's a reveal that you're. I would imagine most people are totally unexpecting, uh, yeah. unexpected, and um, but it's also one that kind of makes sense in yeah. a weird way. Um, and it's the kind of thing that they could only do. It had to be something really sort of out from left field and like, you know, just completely unexpected. I don't want to say any more than that, but it's, yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone gets it. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I just didn't see it coming at all. Because the the thing is, I I like, I'm I'm the same as anyone in that I think a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of times we'll watch a film or play a game mm. and we'll think, oh, we've seen this before. I know where this is going. Yeah. And it's really nice to really not see where it's going yeah. and to be, have a genuine surprise. I think that's that's quite a rare thing with storytelling these days. It is. And it to is. have it done in a way that makes narrative sense within that universe as well. Yeah, all loose ends um, are tied up at the end, I think. I don't think there's anything. Yeah. I didn't really have any questions at the end. I thought everything... I mean, some things were connected a little bit kind of loosely, but you, know, yeah. you, you go with it, you know. It's, yeah. it's it may, For the sake of having the whole plot tie up, it's, it's you know, it's not a problem. I, I love the fact that you do see, at the end, the fruits of your labour as well. You see you do, not yes. just the, the immediate characters, but the, the, the ripple effect that it has yeah. on, on all you know. I mean, I, it's, it's not game, a spoiler think, to yeah. say, you know, when we're talking about, um, you know, time travel and changing the past in order to to change the future yeah. is is not a spoiler to say that it's going to have wider ramifications and just for the main character so yeah. it's really nice to see that how that did affect all the other sort of tertiary characters in the game yeah. um and see how it you know see what you what you did and the outcome it caused i thought it was a really nice nice sort of way to to bookend the game it was lovely yeah really nice to see mm. I don't think it's likely, um, but would you like to see a sequel if there was if there was one on the oh, books? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think I read that it only sold about three hundred thousand copies or something like that. Did it you... sold a, a, a criminally low amount. Yeah, of copies. I mean, as I mean, as a result, it's still. I mean, DS games aren't too badly priced these days, but this one I think goes for about twenty. 20 quid 30 quid which isn't bad yeah but, yeah i paid, I, mean, I paid about 30 for mine i think yeah so and given that there's there's not many out there it's probably going to go up i'd have thought at some yeah. point when ds becomes a bit more collectible um yeah so that's a shame really it's just it's a victim of timing really i think um yeah. just right at the end of uh, the ds's life cycle but at least that got the sort of the benefit of of all those years of experience of sort of ds games and, and seeing what worked and what didn't and it, it's it's i mean i didn't actually play it on a ds I've, i emulated it but i'd imagine it works very well for, with the system it does it really yeah it works tremendously well with yeah. the, the, the 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 touch screen you mm. know really yeah it feels very very natural to play yeah yeah. Um, I do think um, I'm going to have to check this, but I think Detective Cabanella had a cameo in one of the Marvel versus Capcom games oh, as well. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I think you couldn't play as him, could you? That'd be amazing. I think he was one of the, the support characters. You you know where you you can have a little support character jump right. in and, and do something to help. I think he was oh, one of the. Oh man, characters. I've got to look that up later. That'd be pretty. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in there. So. Oh, he's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I got like a sort of man crush on him, I think. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be uh, the next um, Play Expo in London? You're going to be going uh, cosplay? Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> it's a great cosplay, though, isn't it? That, that That'd be really... amazing. I don't think I've seen any... Um, I'm going to have to Google this now as well. I mean, it, it's a dangerous thing to Google any cosplay, to be honest. There's yeah. some very strange stuff out there sometimes. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to Google some... Um, see if there is any um ghost trick cosplay i don't think i've ever seen any at conventions and stuff i've been to so well, i mean it'd be relatively easy to pull off because he's just wearing normal clothes well not normal yeah. clothes, but he's wearing clothes that you can get uh but you, you know he looks so cool i'd that, like to see someone uh, try and tackle sissel's hairstyle though oh yeah that'd be good um, <laughs> abby commented that it looked like jedward his, his hairstyle yeah. which is not a, a good uh, that's, that's not impressive uh, now, but it's uh, it, it's it's had a point. It does look a bit like uh, Jedward's hair now. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just having a look on it on the, um, the Wikipedia page for it. It reviewed really well. I'm yeah. I'm really surprised. You did, yeah. I'm really surprised that it didn't <clears throat> find an audience. I know, I know. I think yeah, it's just people were saving up for the 3ds maybe at the time. Maybe yeah. 8.5 out of 10, 9 out of 10. Yeah. Game Informer gave it a 6 out of 10. I don't know what they were. <laughs> I'm not sure what they were thinking, but there we go. I mean, average Metacritic. I'm not. I don't put too much weight no. in scores generally, but no, I think no, a lot no. of people do. And when you, usually when you see a game getting nines and tens across the board and eights and nines across the board in this case, um, I'd expect it to have more. You know, people picking it up just out of curiosity, if anything. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think I think it's both clear that we. It gets a ringing recommendation from both of us. Definitely. Um, you, you, and um, I, I'm... I was going to say you uh, you did some uh, canvassing of opinions on on Twitter about this um, this game, didn't you? I did indeed. Yes, mm. I did. Um, I was going to go into that. We've got. Um, I basically tried to find people who were talking about Ghost Trick yeah. on Twitter. Um, it's really reassuring that people, are, you know, it's not just us. There are people still talking about Ghost Trick in 2018. That's incredible, um, really, yeah. And recently as well, which is yeah. really, really nice. Um, so <clears throat> we've got, uh, let me just have a look. Uh, so uh, race car uh, at taking commission, taking comms. I think that's obviously an artist. He's taking commission. So uh, yeah. uh, race car at Twitter says, uh, Ghost Trick is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I love the mystery, the visuals, the characters, the music. It's such an underrated gem on a platform full of great games. It's a rare game that I could recommend to everyone, especially if you have pets. <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, I see where he's coming from there. Yep. I think yeah, certainly with uh, Missile. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're going to get a lot out of that game if you if you're an animal lover i think mm. um kt uh at kayubi tamer see i said i was bad at, with japanese names um, oh, yeah, i'm read... even worse with twitter handles i think uh, i think everyone whenever you hear someone reading out a twitter handle it's always like because <laughs> people seem to pick some really weird stuff as their twitter handles don't they? i know it's it's it's, it's dreadful I'm, I'm sorry katie i'm just gonna call you kt yeah um uh, Katie says, "What else could I possibly add besides how, despite it's eight years old, I was, I was so easily hooked in the storyline, uh, the running joke on how people just can't stay alive and you need to save them before their demise. Yes, that does come mm. up a lot with one character who um, dies multiple dies times multiple throughout times, the yes. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the puzzles are amazing. You keep learning new tricks as you go, especially if you have pets. Best thing to add, agree and agreed on everything. So yeah, but, um." Mm. 
again another ringing endorsement there mm-hmm. um uh, the soundtrack uh, this kt again uh the soundtrack is amazing for each situation and character the surprising reveals and plot twists along the way things that really make you start piecing your own theories based on the evidence you find only for something else to occur to blow it up Ex- yeah. uh, that's exactly what you were saying yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. as well in that mm-hmm. um let me have a look and see what else we've this is got. like a mailbag isn't it like a Who's, who's, yeah. been, who's been emailing us this month? Uh, this one, Albert Woods at Albert W16370111. Uh, agreed. Ghost Trick is great. Yeah, it's some, somehow still only the third best visual novel on the DS, which just goes to show how many great games the DS had. This is the one I referenced earlier when yeah. someone referred to it as a visual novel. Mm. Um, so I did say, uh, I did ask uh, them back uh, what they thought the other, uh, why it was only the third best and what they thought the other ones were. Mm. Uh, they said second best is Phoenix Wright Trials and Tribulations. The trilogy is by the same director as Ghost Trick and the best is Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, more commonly known as 999, although the Nonary Games port is overall better and comes with its sequel. I've heard of 999. I've actually yeah. got a copy of it. Um, I heard it mentioned on a a podcast years ago, and they were going on about it, and I picked it up, and I never played it to my to my shame. So that might be one for us to, to look at in a future episode. And I think uh, certainly Phoenix Wright, um, if yeah. you enjoyed Ghost Trick, I think we should definitely cover Phoenix Wright in future, because yeah, I think you'll, you'll, you'll get a lot of that. Carla Deer, Fake Gamer Girl, at Carla underscore Deer, says, Ghost Trick is made by the same man who created Phoenix Wright, and it technically takes place in the same universe, if not the same country. I didn't know that. Okay. I, I I'm going to need to find a source for that. I'm not sure about that. That's yeah. that's interesting. They're true. quite um in the game. They're quite non-specific about the country it takes place in, and also yeah. another country that another appears country. in the game as well, <laughs> which sort of it, you know you can make your own conclusions about what what those two countries are supposed to be. I think, but yeah, um, yeah they are they they are, they always reference it as this country, don't they? They don't say where they are. They do. Mm. That'd be interesting, actually. I wonder if there is a, a kind of shared universe between mm. them. I'm going to have to to look into that. Mm. Um, I think that's that's the comments we got back on this one. Yeah, um, that's great. So I would really say, good. yeah, I really very much appreciate. Thank yeah. you, uh, Race Car, Katie, uh, Albert Wood, and anyone who I might have missed there. Um, but yeah, thank you for yeah. for your thoughts. I really hope you you don't mind us uh, reading them on the show for. for no, thank you but, very um, much. Thank you very much, guys. It's just great to hear back from 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 people and get some um, you know dialogue going with people. Yeah. Right? You know, it's um, it's great that people are so many passionate about this game as well. As you say, you know, all these years later, it's still something that people are talking about somewhere. So. Um, I'm I'm great. really pleased, and I really hope that the creators of the game, because. Um, it it was obviously a labour of love. There's yes. there's a lot of love that's gone into that game, yeah, and there's there's yeah. a lot of 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 skill that's gone behind making it. And for it to not find an audience, it's a real shame. And mm. I I really hope that you know the fact that it is so loved and and so adored by you know a a, a cult fan base. Um, I hope the the developers, you know, take some heart in that. Really, that, mm. that you know, this this thing that they put out does mean a lot to maybe not as many people as other games, but it, to the people who do love it, it does mean a lot to them. Mm. I hope that you know that message does get to get back to them. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, audience and hosts alike, we are all uh, in favour of Ghost Trick, and yeah. uh, please go buy it straight away. Yep, yeah. do buy it now.
Excellent. So, um, I guess that brings us to the end of our show. Mm. Um, it would be your turn to pick a game this month. Have it you will. got a, a game in mind? I do have one in mind. We're going okay. from um, one Capcom game to another Capcom game. Oh, okay. Uh, this is going to be our first fighting game. This is, really? Yeah, this is going to be Power Stone on the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, nice. Do you have this game? I do. I have Power Excellent. Stone 1 and 2. Oh, okay. I was going to say we could do either 1 or 2 because they're kind of similar, I guess. So, I mean, are you happy to do 1 or do you... Yeah, should we do 1? We'll do 1, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do 1. Because, I, I wanted uh, to pick something a bit less demanding time-wise uh, <laughs> this month so I could get uh, get a chance to play something else as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, I mean, you know, not not to do any disservice to the game I'm sure but um, something a bit more arcadey that you can mm. sort of you don't have to put loads of hours in before you get enough to, to talk about it so so yeah that was my logic for picking this and it's a game that um, I, I've played in bits uh, sort of recently but it's, it's something that I've always wanted to get around to, to having a good go at and sort of hopefully adding it to my list of games that I sort of you know my go-to games you know for when I'm a bit bored and just want to play something yeah, yeah. definitely so, um, it gives me a good good opportunity to dust off the old uh dreamcast arcade stick as well oh very nice, very so, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah maybe good fun i haven't played that game for years okay, so perfect. um i'm gonna struggle with that one i'm not i'm takes me a while to to sort of get into the, the to the flow of fighting games me too um, yeah i'm not the best at fighting games i have to say no but uh, i used to be reasonable okay. at uh, um, Street Fighter 4 just because I played I went through a period where I played almost nothing but Street Fighter 4 for <laughs> you know for quite a while I just got really addicted to oh, it really? Okay. then I stopped playing it for a bit and I I lost it I just completely I, play, I pick it up now I'm useless yeah. but um, yeah so um, yeah that's a really good choice uh, again an unexpected one I didn't didn't I didn't see that one coming at all so yeah <laughs> well I mean I suppose I, there's a lot of games I could have chosen so yeah I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect it to, to expect it <laughs> Haven't there been rumours of it getting a re-release? Um, uh, when there rumours no, about it coming, I, d- I don't want to start a rumour here, so I'm not. No, I don't I, take not the, that the, I've this. This might have just been a, a fever dream, but maybe uh, I'm sure I remember rumours of it coming to Switch. Uh, that would be lovely. I don't. It might just be something that I know. I follow someone on Twitter who is um, sort of constantly prodding Capcom to make a third version. Um, so maybe I don't know something like that got mixed up as as fact or you know rumor. I don't know. Yeah, it would be nice. It'd be lovely. We'd grow on Switch. Um, yeah, I've just done a, a a quick a quick little search, but yeah, nothing comes up. So I must have imagined it. But yeah, mm. I, there was a port on the PSP, wasn't I do, there? Yes, a, I do. Yes, I have that. I, I have that. Yeah, it's um one and two. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Okay, brilliant. Well, that, that's a, that's a, an excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to playing that. Cool. Okay. Well, um, I think that's that'll do us for today. Mm. Um, thank you very much for for tuning in. Um, by all means, uh, stay in touch with us. We love hearing about uh, your thoughts on the games you play and any suggestions of games you think we should play. Mm, um, you know, hit us up on Twitter at uh, Podemup. Mm. Uh, you can email us Podemup at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, Did you set up a, <laughs> a Reddit? I set up a subreddit, yeah, but yeah. I I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what we're gonna. Do. I I I don't really know. <laughs> if we've got any ideas of what we can use. I don't use Reddit, so I have no idea. 
I I use Reddit occasionally, but mm. um, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. I was like, well, yeah, let's get a subreddit going. And mm. then I did it, and I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing with this. I don't really know how well, to sort of okay. sort of customize it and configure it. And Can the... people go to it now? Is it open or is it? Um, no. Okay, we'll just leave that one. <laughs> no, we'll leave. No, I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, we'll we'll have a faff about with it, and we'll try yeah. and we'll try and get something up and running with it, and uh, we'll tweet it out. And mm. if it's if we get it into a, a usable state, then uh, we'll mention it on the next show. But yeah, um, right. yeah so that, keep yeah. keep an eye out on the. I think Twitter and uh, the email is is the best hub of contact for us at the moment. They're the so, ones that we use. You know, I mean, we could go to I don't know facebook and instagram but you know i don't like any of that stuff i don't so. know, I, I don't i don't even have a facebook and um, instagram i don't really i don't really I, get you i don't understand instagram i'm too it? old i'm too old for this Me too, yeah you know twitter's about as much as my my old man brain can manage yeah because on twitter you can just sort of ramble about you know whatever you're thinking about and it's great you know yeah it's brilliant that's basically that's, that's basically all yeah that's it you know i'm i'm 30 yeah, I'm in my thirties, and mm. it's Facebook stuff. No, I don't. I don't get it. Instagram and Snapchat. Oh, uh, yeah. What What's that about? You take a picture, and someone sees it for ten seconds, and then it goes. Is then that, it goes. Well, well I, I don't. That's, that's mainly don't. for kids who want to show off their genitals to each other. Is that, that's, that's my <laughs> understanding of it, isn't it? Um, I understand that it that is a a, a demographic of the service. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Genital kids. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Right. Uh, enough. Uh, uh, let's go. Um, yeah. All right then. Um, all right. So, usual places. Um, please do get in touch. Uh, we, like I say, we love hearing from you. Uh, it's been really great to hear people's thoughts on Ghost Trick. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you've got any thoughts on Power Stone or you've got any other games that you think we should play, um, please get in touch. And we will see you uh, next show. It's usually about we, we don't have a set schedule, but it's usually about a month from now. So, yeah, uh, early in the month, usually expect to see us pop up. Yeah. We'll see you then. All right. Bye, guys. We love you. Goodbye. Not as much as I love Cabanella. Bye. <laughs>